What up, son? It's the tale of the tapes. The fuck life. Saying. All right, so tale of the tapes. This is episode fifteen, take two. I don't know what the fuck happened. I recorded episode fifteen. I saved episode fifteen. I edited most of episode fifteen. Then I came on the computer. Episode fifteen was absolutely disappeared as if it never existed. Uh, wasn't in my files. Wasn't in my trash. I went through a fifteen-hour scan to recover old files that had been deleted from my computer. It recovered things from 2016, but no episode 15. It's not the first time something like this has happened to me. It's the first time with the podcast, but I've lost entire albums before due to shit like this. Um, The crazy thing is, I back up all my shit too. With the album, I had it backed up on a USB. The USB broke. I mailed the USB in to get the USB fixed. The company sent me a picture back of a ripped open package that I sent them and said, we received an empty torn open package from you. So I don't know what the hell happened to my USB on the way there, but that got deleted as well. And then now this, I have a USB that backs up all my podcast stuff and episodes one through 14 are on there, but episode 15 gone. So I, you know, it's as if I never recorded it. I, I don't really understand, but anyway, Here we are. I'm not going to re-record the whole thing. I will briefly go over uh, some history with the two artists on today and what I wrote down on that artist. And I will go over what did happen with their song breakdowns and what they were scored and where they finished and all that type of stuff. So today we have Slick Rick and Biz Markey. And these are certainly, without a doubt, two of the most original artists probably ever in hip-hop history. Slick Rick's debut album was out first. Both were in 1988. Birth name is Richard Martin Lloyd Walters, also known as Rick the Ruler and MC Ricky D. Born on January 14th, 1965 in Mitcham, London, England. Origins, the Bronx, New York City, New York, United States. Genres, hip-hop, years active is listed as 1984 to present. Again, I believe Slick Rick still does like shows and stuff like that, but hasn't put it on any albums in a while or anything like that. A little bit of background on Slick Rick. Richard Martin Lloyd Walters, born January 14th, 1965, better known as Slick Rick, is a British-born American rapper and record producer who was raised in the Bronx, New York. Slick Rick rose to prominence with Dougie Fresh and the Get Fresh crew in the mid-1980s. Their songs The Show and Lottie Dottie are considered early hip-hop classics. Lottie Dottie is one of the most sampled songs in history. In 1986, Slick Rick became the third artist signed to Def Jam Records. His music has been sampled and interpolated over a thousand times in dozens of songs. In the process, Slick Rick has become one of the most sampled hip-hop artists ever. Many of these songs based on Slick Rick samples went on to become hit singles. Slick Rick has been a VH1 Hip Hop Honors honoree, and About.com ranked him number 12 on their list of the top 50 MCs of our time, while The Source ranked him number 15 on their list of the top 50 lyricists of all time. So again, you're not seeing the 
you know, the 10 platinum records or, um, you know, record shattered or anything like that. But multiple mentions of how many times Slick Rick has been sampled. And this is certainly something that I notice when, you know, I'm still noticing now as I'm studying people. Um, as far as taking his lines, redoing his beats, sampling his voice, things like that. Um, and also I did want to touch on the fact that I spoke in the intro about how rappers outside of North America would not be included in here. Slick Rick, born in London, England, but moved to the Bronx at an early age and, you know, started rapping in the Bronx. It wasn't as if he grew up in, in London and, you know, made a career in London and got famous in London and then came over, you know, to the United States to try to get some fame and success and stuff over here. It wasn't like that. He came at, out here to New York at an early age and this is where he, you know, fell in love with hip hop and started rapping and stuff like that. So he does count. Um, again, I, you know, I spoke about how we're just going to briefly go over this stuff. I'm not going to go dissect the song and everything again, but I will tell you that the song that we did go over was Slick Rick Behind Bars. It was, you know, a typical Slick Rick song. It was a storytelling song about being in jail. Uh, you know, decent story, entertaining, funny, had a pretty good ending. Um, the song was scored too, which is a good song. And then getting into what I wrote about Slick Rick when I studied him. Simply put, Slick Rick was a pleasant surprise. Sentences were almost always linked and almost always seemed to have a point one way or the other. Lyrically, he was above average and better than I think a lot of people actually give him credit for. Ricky only had four albums and although none of them were classics, one of them was great, two were good, and the other was average. The Ruler did drop two great songs throughout his short career, but also dropped two weak ones that evened him out as far as songs was concerned. Slick Rick had a short but very heavy impact on the hip-hop game. Artists like N.W.A. and Ice-T particularly borrowed a good amount from Ricky D, but he also influenced the likes of Cannabis, Diddy, Junior Mafia, Biggie, Big Daddy Kane, the DOC, the Jungle Brothers, MC Search, Freddie Fox, Salt and Pepper, Everlast, Naughty by Nature, Bismarcky, E40, Coolio, The Brat, Nas, Snoop Dogg, Warren G, Shaq, Lord Finesse, and Eric Sermon. Where he shined more than anyone else, though, was his originality. He brought it from all angles from his storytelling, joke type lyrics, and his unique delivery. To the chains, robes, crowns, and eye patch, there was no one else quite like Slick Rick on or off the mic. Getting into the math of it, lyrics, he gets a 6. Albums, he gets a 4.29 with 0 classics. Songs, we spoke about, 2 great ones, 2 weak ones, he gets a 0, that evens him out. Impact, he gets an 8.5, and, and I do want to just point out that he is now the second artist that I had to go back after I was completely done with them and change a score. He was an 8, he got raised to an 8.5. From the time I was done with him, which was 1988, up until where I'm at right now, which is 1994. So in a 6 year span, he basically doubled the list of people that he that he influenced. So I, you know, I felt forced to go back and change that score from an 8 to an 8.5. And, and quite frankly, he probably would have been a 9 had he had, you know, maybe 10 albums or you know, things like that to where he had this long career and stuff like that. But I mean, four albums, 
influenced you know over 30 artists a lot of big names there and as we spoke about on uh the background with slick rick a lot of the people that sampled him and stuff like that those songs went on to be hit songs on top of that so and then originality he gets a nine and a half you add all those up you divide by five and you get a final score of 5.66 which leaves him in drum roll please Eighth place of 117 artists done. So another top 10 finish, which mathematically should usually equate to being a top 50 finish at the least. Um, I would say Slick Rick is probably going to be within the top 30 or so when this is all said and done. So again, man, shout out to Slick Rick. Tremendously original artist astonishing impact with the number of artists that he influenced and you know obviously a very big name so again hats off to slick rick man now moving on to bismarcky his birth name is marcel theo hall born april 8th 1964 in manhattan new york city new york united states origins long island new york united states genres are listed as hip-hop golden age hip-hop comedy hip-hop and freestyle and his years active are listed from 1985 to present which again falls into the same scenario with slick rick and other older people that are still listed as present a little bit of background on biz Markey. marcel theo hall born april 8th 1964 better known by his stage name biz Markey, is an american rapper beatboxer dj actor comedian television personality and spokesperson he is best known for his 1989 single, Just a Friend, which became a top 40 hit in several countries. In 2008, Just a Friend made number 100 on VH1's list of the 100 greatest hip-hop songs of all time. Biz Marquis has been called the Clown Prince of Hip-Hop. So a little bit different on his background there. Again, you're not seeing really the platinum records, the records broke, or the Grammys, or you know all those type of things. Um... I won't call Bismarcky a one-hit wonder, but he really is most well-known for, obviously, his, his song, uh, Just a Friend. Now, he did have other big songs, so again, I won't call him a one-hit wonder. You know, as far as inside the hip-hop game, I mean, Bismarcky is a revered name. You know, he had the Vapors and stuff like that, so again, I, I don't want to call him a one-hit wonder, but Just a Friend really transcended genres. I mean, that's not really a song that just people that listen to hip-hop listen to. That's... That's a song that kind of everybody in the world knows. Um, again, we're not going to play his song. We're not going to break that down today. I'm, I'm not doing all that again. I apologize, but I just I don't have time for it and I'm not doing it. The Bismarcky song that we listened to was called Check It Out. And it was basically a positive message type song to kids. Basically, it's telling them to stay in school and, you know, don't do drugs and stuff like that. Um, there was a, a, a little, a little below average lyrically where he, he, he lost a little bit for some of the lyrics. Um, you know, some, there was two bars that didn't rhyme. There was a couple of other things I can't really remember off the top of my head. Nothing too crazy. It wasn't terrible, nothing major, but he was able to keep the same topic throughout the song. So he gained that back and the, the song evened out and got a, a score of a one, which is an average song. Let's get into what I wrote down about Bismarcky as I was listening to him. 
Bismarcky just seemed like a dude who absolutely loved music. I don't think he was very concerned with being the best. He just wanted to be him and have fun. For the most part, he was below average lyrically, but he did have a handful of dope bars. Out of five albums, two were barely good. The other three were average. He did, however, have four weak songs out of the 55 he put out and no great ones. Although the Biz wasn't a lyrical genius by any stretch of the imagination, he did have pretty big influences over artists such as Jay-Z, Biggie, Cannabis, Big L, Joe Budden, and others. Biz was extremely original in every way possible. His sounds, his concepts, his look, etc. The total package when it came to that department. So again, I alluded earlier to how Slick Rick and Bismarcky are two of the top most original dudes in the hip-hop game for sure. No question about that. Um, getting into the math of Bismarcky. Lyrics, he gets a 4. Albums, he gets a 3.30 with 0 classics. Songs, he gets a minus 0.73, so almost minus a full point there for Biz. Not quite, though. Impact, he gets a 6.5. And, and originality, he gets a 9.5. Add all those up, you divide by 5, gives you a final score of 4.51, which leaves him in drum roll, please. 46th place of 117 artists done. Again, man, want to give a big shout out to Bismarcky, um, another super original artist, impactful in his own way. You know, made his mark. I give him all the credit in the world. Shout out to Bismarcky. Yay! With all that stuff out of the way, I do want to talk about the list that we go over at the end of every episode. Um, This is the last episode. Well, it was supposed to be the last episode in April. It wound up not getting posted until May, but we're going to stick with this formula. We're still doing the top 25%, so we're at 36 artists done. 25% is still a top 9 Next week in May, we're going to move down to a top 20% from now on. So your current top 25% final list is as follows. One is KRS-One, who's in 6th place of 117 artists done. Still holding on to that top spot of everyone in the 80s so far. Two, Slick Rick, who's in 8th place of 117 artists done. And he slides ahead of Rakim by one slot, who was in second place last week. In third, directly behind him, in ninth place out of 117 artists done, we have Rakim, who got pushed back to that third place slot by Slick Rick. Fourth behind him, we have Rev Run of Run DMC in 12th place of 117 artists done. In fifth, directly behind him at 13th of 117 artists done, we have LL Cool J. Behind him is Will Smith in 15th of 117 artists done. Then we have DMC of Run DMC who's tied for 17th of 117 artists done. In 8th we have Big Daddy Kane who's in 20th place of 117 artists done. And in our ninth and final spot we have Chuck D of Public Enemy who is currently in 24th place of 117 artists done. And he's now holding on to our last slot as finally Cool Modi got slid out. Obviously today we had Slick Rick who slid into second place and we kept nine, the same number that we had last week. So Cool Modi who held on to that final spot for a very long time here, he finally gets slid out. And then next week we're going to move to 20%. So I wouldn't be surprised if Chuck D gets slid out, but 
We'll see what happens next week. But for now, Chuck D hanging on to that final spot. Just to go over that top 25% list again, you have KRS-One, Slick Rick, Rakim, Rev Run, LL Cool J, Will Smith, DMC, Big Daddy Kane, and Chuck D. Man, big shout out to everybody who's in the top 25% in this final list. Some great artists here in one way or the other. If you're getting eight and a half, nine, nine and a half in any category, you know, you certainly deserve to be getting all the props that you're getting for sure. That's that's a tremendous score, no matter what it is. Your current top 10% lyrically, and since we're closer to 40 than we are to 30 right now, I'm going to go ahead and push this top 10% up to a top 4 list for now. In the number 1 slot, we have KRS-One, who has a lyrical score of 7. Behind him, tied for 2nd, we have Will Smith and Rakim, who both have 6.5s. Behind them, tied for 4th, is Big Daddy Kane and Slick Rick, who both got a 6 lyrically. So your top 10% lyrically is KRS-One, Will Smith, Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, and Slick Rick. If you'd like to see any of the full lists, give the Facebook website a visit at www.facebook.com slash podcast, all spelt normally. Uh, I have a donate button on my Anchor profile, which is www.anchor.fm slash tapes. Appreciate anybody who hits that button, obviously. Also appreciate everybody for tuning in. That's really all I'm going to go back over today for episode 15. Again, my apologies for what happened. I I really, I don't even know what the fuck happened. But, you know, all you really missed out on was the two song breakdowns. Um, You can go check the songs out if you want for yourself. Again, it was Slick Rick Behind Bars and Biz Marquee. Check it out. Next week will be episode 16, and we will be covering NWA. Listen, I don't need to say much about NWA. I'm certainly excited to cover them, so tune in next week for episode 16. Tale of the tapes. Peace. Tale of the tapes. 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 Tale of